Welcome back, Fearless 5 Podcast, Season 4, Episode number 20 right now. And it's overall the 149th episode. And I'm your host, Heather Larson, Certified Transformational Life Coach, Reiki Master, Yoga Teacher in Training. Don't get that twisted with I'm a softie. Well, if you've listened to the podcast, you know I'm not. But you know, I want to ta- tackle a very, I don't know, fearsome subject today because this is the Fearless Five. It comes out five days a week. I always intended for it to be five minutes long, but it never is. And tonight I'm going to go off the cuff. I didn't plan this, but it's something that was kind of on my heart to share. And I wanted to talk about violence tonight um, because we, we live in violent times. And I, I found a news article about something that happened where, where I currently live um, in Wichita, Kansas. And it was about a shooting. And there's I, I try not to watch too much of the news because there's always about a shooting these days. It's always a shooting. Uh, I don't care what city you're in. If you're in Wichita, Kansas, it, it's it's a trend. It's a trend all over. Um, there's there's more gun violence, and you know, not a fan. Um, I'm a, a gun enthusiast. I I've, I know how to shoot, and uh, you know, but I'm just not a fan of all this like this craziness and this this violence that's going on because you know bullets are pretty permanent. You know, they do a lot of damage. You know, you better know what you're doing you know, you're probably going to kill somebody. In other words, it's, it's a, it's a very deadly weapon. So I wanted to talk about violence tonight. And, you know, I, I mentioned, you know, I'm a lot of people probably think I'm, I'm really hippie woo woo. Um, and I am, you know, I love yoga. I love, I love peace and quiet. I don't watch the news too much, but you know, once in a while it just gets loud and you can't avoid hearing about the things that happen in your city and the, the loudness of, you know, it's like the kids are, are younger and getting more violent at an early age and, get, you know, getting into crime and, and stuff. And, you know, I'm a person that didn't exactly come from great neighborhoods. You know, I, I spent quite a few years learning uh, Krav Maga, which is Israeli hand-to-hand combat. It's what the Israeli Defense Force uses to, to teach people. I was always into yoga and martial arts. And then I, I moved from Northern California to Phoenix and I couldn't find, you know, what I was looking for. And a friend of mine said, Oh, you got to try this Krav Maga thing. And, and I got into it and, and, and did it for like six years and, you know, learned all the things, learned all the Krav Maga stuff, the weapons training, the ground, the ground fighting, learned, learned all of that. So one of the things, the reason why I bring this up, is because on the wall in the original Phoenix Krav Maga training center, which has moved now, which also, it was in a bad neighborhood, which was the neighborhood I lived in. I lived like two blocks from it. Uh, but on the wall, it said, uh, so that one may walk in peace, you know, because we, which acknowledges, you know, we know this is a violent world. Uh, we know that people need to defend themselves. And so we're teaching this. But And I don't know if anybody ever has the vision that, you know, someday we're going to be in a, in a peaceful world where not everybody's armed to the teeth and, and just ready to, you know, go off. Um, and I, I think that that's, you know, I, I, I don't know what the uptick in, in, in the violence and the unrest is. I You know, obviously, you know, there's the haves, the have-nots. There's the, I don't know, this you know, hatred of fill in the blank. There's just a lot of like, hey, that person is different from me. And so I hate them. Um, there's just a lot of that. There's just not any common ground anymore. It's there's it's very binary now. And then there's all this, um, this violence and this, this poverty. And so what I wanted to say about violence is that 
you know, and I don't think this podcast is going to reach the person who needs to hear it or whatever. Uh, I wish it would, you know, if you know somebody like that, play it for them. But, you know, coming from not a great upbringing, not great neighborhoods, you know, I went to one of the best high schools in the country, I guess, um, and with a lot of really rich kids who lived in the good neighborhoods, but I didn't live in the good neighborhood. I lived in the bad neighborhood and I was from the wrong side of, you know, whatever. And, you know, I was, I was lucky to get where I am today. And I was lucky when we all left Northern California, but, uh, you know, I was lucky to go live in other different places. I think we all were, I think we were all lucky to get out of, you know, this area, um, where you, you pretty much like your, your track to, if you wanted to continue to live in the Bay area, you had to become like an IBM or Apple engineer. You know what I mean? Like you had, that's, and if you wanted to do anything else, you couldn't stay, uh, cause there was no way to afford it. But anyway, um, I, I think, what I'm trying to say here is that I didn't know that there were alternatives. And my whole point in this podcast is that you don't know what you don't know. So if you're a kid or you're a young person or you're somebody who's so ensconced in a really negative lifestyle or a really violent lifestyle and, you know, everywhere you go, you're, you're worried that something's going to happen to you and you have legitimate reason for that. Uh, without getting into detail, you don't know that there's something else better out there. Like you don't have the power to see what it could be. If you could leave that life behind, you don't, you don't know what the possibilities are to get a little bit of education and lift yourself up out of it and make a little bit more money and get to a better neighborhood, you know, get a better job, you know, get a future, get a possibility. So if you're, if you're young and you're feeling down about the world and you don't think there's another way let me tell you there is you know after coming out of the you know crappy places that i came from um you know learning craft maga actually like got me around better people uh and taught me how you know to to survive which is you know thank god because i've had to use those skills uh, a time or two over the years. And, you know, when I've, I've found myself in some very difficult, difficult, uh, violent situations. Um, like I, no, I'm not going to tell the story. Um, (laughs) this would be like the longest podcast in the world, but I've done it. Okay. I've done those things, but anyway, I've, 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 I've had to defend myself. So, um, uh, and and it's, it's, you know, I I had a, a guy, I pulled a knife on a coworker and I, one night and, uh, I was able to grab her and yank her indoors um, and get us safe from him, um, which is a longer story than that. But anyway, in the fear, in the interest of the fearless five, I don't want to not share something, you know, I want to share fearlessly. So, you know, I'm one of those people that like coming from a bad neighborhood and a bad family, I took 12 years to finish college. I'm still learning, you know, I'm not working on a college degree, but I still find ways to learn and better myself and invest in my learning, which is my attempt to keep putting skills and distance and time and effort in between where I, you know, came from and where, where I want to be. And, you know, if, if you're a young kid listening or, you know, young kid listening, they don't even know, they don't even know what life is about yet. Like, you you can't even fathom how good life can be when you leave all the knuckleheads behind. And and I feel like social work, Heather, is coming out now, like addiction field, Heather, is coming out now. Because 
you know, people don't know what they don't know. People don't know the possibilities that are out there. And like, everybody wants to decry the growing violence in our society and, and, and say people need Jesus or people need this or that. And I don't want to be another positivity Pollyanna who's adding to the noise, like some pie in the sky moron who's going to be like, yes, we just need to love each other. And we just need to do yoga and we just need to do Reiki and people just need coaching. And like, it'll all be okay if we all just meditate. Like, no, like, cause ideally, yeah, that'd be great. But a lot of people out there don't know where to begin. They don't have the free time and peace and quiet to start. And they don't know that these things are available. They don't know, They don't have the presence of mind because they're so in that violent life. They're so ensconced in that fight or flight survival mode and the bravado that you have to have to get through every day in that type of lifestyle that, you know, like... There's no quick fix here, you know, like I, I would love for people to see the light and, and, and find their way out of that through religion or through yoga or through whatever counseling or, you know, but let's be honest, a lot of people only find the way out through, you know, going behind bars, you know, and, and there was a, there was a period of time in my family where you, you might not get career training except if you go to prison, you know what I mean? It was like, it was so bad. Um, when I was in my, my late teens growing up in Northern California, I had a cousin that went to prison and it was like, that, that was the only way. It was the only way he was, he would change or and change his ways and, and survive and, and, and get a way of life, you know? And he didn't know what he didn't know. He didn't know any other way. Like he just, he just was a mess, you know? And, you know, the, the thing is, it's so hard to reach people who are caught up in that lifestyle. You know, the best thing you can do is not get caught up and go down with them. So, you know, that's the, the first thing you just, if you've never had a good life and you, you don't know any other way out of a bad life than engaging in law breaking and violence, uh, and you don't have any skills any conflict resolution skills, any emotional skills. If the only thing you know is how to punch and shoot your way through a bad neighborhood, then I don't think there's anything I could say. You know, you don't know what you don't know. You don't know that life can be good and that maybe you can get some education. It doesn't have to be much. You don't have to go into student loan debt. There are a lot of programs in the world. You could become a freaking welder and make good money, you know, in like a six or eight month program anymore. Like there's, there's so many possibilities out there and all people have to do is ask for help, you know, but you don't know what you don't know. So I didn't want to add to the noise and say that everybody needs yoga to live a better life, you know, like, or everybody needs Reiki or spirituality or religion or whatever. Like, cause a lot of people say that people, you ever hear people be like, Oh, you know, we wouldn't have this problem if, you know, they still let kids pray in school or I don't know, whatever, you know, whatever people say, that's just very misinformed. Uh, cause you know what? I, I, I did come from a bad neighborhood. You know, I did do parasocial work. I did work in the addiction field. I worked in a detox and I worked in a recovery center and I worked in a jail and I worked on the third and subsequent DUI program, uh, which was an intensive probation program. And spoiler alert, most of my clients reoffended. You know, intense supervision doesn't work. This was a study done years ago by forward.us. So the, the justice system's broken, you know, the legal system's broken 
more people are, are using substances than ever. Um, if, you know, you know, I, I see when I do check the news, I see, you know, oh, this, the pandemic has been just horrible for people with, with alcohol and drug problems. You think, you think, uh, and everybody wants a way to fix it. And we're, we're leaning on old ways to fix these things. So, you know, I, I don't have the answer, but, but I do know that if you've never been shown another way to live your life, you're just going to keep falling down that dark hole where you're not going to go to college. You're going to end up getting your job training through, you know, a prison program because you get caught up in the legal system, you know? And I don't know how much I believe in college either because student loan debt is a huge problem. And, you know, the, the pay in this country, um, you know, people are fighting over $15 an hour minimum wage and, you know, complaining. Uh, there's like this hatred of Jeff Bezos and, you know, I don't know. I don't even think Mackenzie Bezos complains about him that much. She just donates all the money and lives her life, you know, but <laughs> I just, you know, things are very volatile now. And, you know, I, w- I would love to, you know, have people learn from what I've been through. You know, I would, I don't, I, I can't say it in a, in a short podcast or a blog post, you know, like if you're looking for a way out of that life, the answer is some kind of education to give you some kind of skills that will give you some kind of confidence that will give you some kind of better job that will give you some kind of better paycheck that will get you into some kind of better house and a better neighborhood and then onto the next rung up the ladder, you know, repeat, 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 the, repeat the whole thing over and over again. Okay. Now I'm in a better house. Let me upskill. You know, the point is to keep doing better. And, and the point is to create a society that's less violent, you know, that, you know, maybe I have this crazy utopian dream that we actually can do it. I don't know how, you know, but I do know it's step by step. Each one of us does a little bit better. And then maybe we try to pull the next one up behind us and say like, Hey, you can do this too. If I can do this, you can do this. And, you know, I was a kid from a bad family. I learned how to defend myself. I learned how to go to college. I went to every college I possibly could. I still take every class that I possibly can to continue to upskill and better my life and keep moving on up that ladder and keep moving on up. And if you think it can't be done, look at me. You know, I've done it. I'm doing it. It can be done, you know, and I've had crap jobs that didn't pay enough to live on. You know, I've been on the food stamps you know, I've, I've applied for the rental assistance, the energy assistance. Like I've, I've done all these things, not once, not just because I got COVID this year and didn't work. You know, I've done it before, you know, it's, it sucks. Um, but it's a hand up, you know, nobody's going to tell you how to do it, but there are ways to find encouragement out there, you know, and, you know, once in a while, I think the podcast needs to get deep like this because, you know, I lost friends to COVID um, this year and last year. And then last year, I also lost a friend who took their own life. And, you know, I know, I, I know things seem very hopeless. And I know th- things seem very violent, depending on, you know, where you're at in life, you know, geographically and, and just where you're at, what your station in life is. And, you know, I, I am the queen of not giving up. I am the biggest honey badger <laughs> you will ever meet. You know, like, I, I will go, go, go until I figure something out. You know, I'm, that's kind of a fun feature of my personality. And maybe it's kind of actually obnoxious. But, you know, I have that honey badger tendency. Like, I will figure things out. 
I will, I will find a way. And, and that's, you know, a survival skill. I think I had survival skills, um, that got me to where I'm at, which is decently happy fed with a roof over my head. Um, you know, like things are okay, you know, things are good. And, you know, I think there's a lot of people out there who don't realize that it can get better, that it can get good and you can reach your goals and it might take you, you know, it might take you half a decade. I'm going to be honest, you know, to get what I wanted to get what I have today. I wanted it like years ago and it became urgent like two years ago to get what I have today. And I worked for it and I wanted it two years ago, but I didn't get it two years ago. But what that did for me was it gave me more clarity and I kept working for it and I kept prioritizing for what I really wanted and I got it now, (laughs) kind of like a month ago, like I got it now. And so like I got a, a good job where I could work from home and have a little more time freedom and do something that's a little less stressful and and get a little control back in my life. And I've been working for years to get to this and, you know, and I have it because I just didn't give up because if I'd given up three years ago, I wouldn't have it, you know, and, and the person that I was three or five years ago, what I have today felt like an impossible dream. And I think why I wanted to bring this up tonight also, I found like an old picture. I used to vision board. I no longer really believe in vision boarding. I I think I'm not a big vision board law of attraction person because every time I went through hell, like it just didn't pay off to believe in law of attraction. I hate toxic positivity. And I think that's a big part of it. And, you know, I've... I, I don't really believe in vision boards. Like I don't do them anymore, but I, d- I did over in the past. I'd be like, oh man, that, that vision board came true. Cause there'd be like 30 things on it. And one thing came true. And I'd be so excited that that one thing came true. And like, that's stupid. Like if every single thing on the board doesn't come true, then it doesn't count. So I just kind of <laughs> like, I think, and science really doesn't support it anyway. Like I I've written about this on the blog, but it's in the archive and I can't remember. I mean, like it's been years since I've written about this, but there's actually a guy that's scientifically disproved vision boards. So anyway, I found an old vision board today and actually a bunch of the things on there, like if, if it were to be my vision board today, like it would be useless because a lot of those things on there either came true or some other version of it that I reimagined came true. Like maybe I didn't get what was on that board, but I got a version of it, you know, but a better version of it. So Uh, What I do is I actually just write down my goals in a notebook and then like I, I repeatedly look at them through the week to make sure I'm holding myself accountable to work through those goals. Um, you know, cause that's what works for me through much, many years of experimenting with all this stuff. Like that's what works for me. I don't need a vision board. I don't need to spend hours and being artistic with a glue stick and scissors and a stack of magazines, putting something on a board. Like I write things down. I schedule things in a calendar. I hold myself accountable. Like here's my goals. What have I done in the past week to work towards these goals? Okay. I let one go. Like I didn't do anything for it. So let me, you know, rein it in and and work on that a little bit more because I let that one go because it's really hard for, you know, sometimes for me to pursue many goals at once, which is also what I tend to do. So, you know, this is how I do things, but, you know, consistent work 
throughout the years will get you there. So if you're somebody who's just sitting there and you're just like, oh my God, I'm never going to get there. I am so tired. I have so many problems and, you know, maybe I should just give up. Don't, you know, be prepared for the fact that maybe what you want might take five years or 10 years or whatever. You know, if you want it bad enough, you're not going to give up on it and you're going to eventually get there. You're going to get it or you're going to die trying, which is more noble than giving up. You know, you're never going to get it if you give up. So you might as well keep going. And, you know, I've had dark times and come from dark places and, you know, I, I made it. You know, I'm still making it. I didn't die of COVID. I'm still making it. You know, I'm still recovering. There's always, point being, there's always going to be challenges. So, you know, don't give up. Ooh, so my microphone died there. I had to, <laughs> to restart. The point is don't give up because if you give up, you're only stealing from yourself, which is a, an act of violence against yourself, actually. So don't give up. Nobody's going to do it for you. Nobody's coming to save you and nobody cares honestly. And, and it sounds harsh. Um, but you working towards your dreams, no matter what, no matter how impossible it feels, no matter how much you can't see around the bend and you can't see it happening, you don't know what it's like to get, you don't know what it's like to get it yet. You just have to keep holding, you know, that faith that you're going to get there. You're, you're going to feel great when you get what you want and then you're going to move on and you don't want the next thing. And that's great. That's kind of the goal. That's okay too. So, you know, if you're stuck, if you're hurting, if you're grieving, if you're part of a violent culture, um, or in a violent family, um, if all you've known is violence, all you've known is negativity and all you've known is people who are just losers, um, start learning to tune them out and start learning to focus on you and start learning to focus on investing your time into you and tuning out all the the losers. You know, you got somebody in your family who drinks too much or uses drugs, you know, start shutting them out. You know, even if they're in recovery and like they're in early recovery and they're just drama queens, start shutting them out. Just, you know, like space is good, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder, you know, have that boundary and just start shutting out the people who aren't doing better and who don't want to do better and who just keep giving their power away and giving their time away to dumb stuff. You know, if they're wasting their money and they're wasting their time and they never get better and they always have problems and they always need help, stop hanging around them. Start looking for people who manage their problems, who don't sit and complain, who don't sit and bitch, who don't act like victims, who actually take initiative. You know, who are the people in your life that you can look up to? Who are the people who are doing better than you who can mentor you? And if you look around and you don't see people who are doing better who can mentor you, you got to do some inventory. Like you got to go find those people uh, because there's no other way that you're going to find out what you don't know you know, find somebody who's doing what you want to do, you know, start cold emailing people or meet them, ask for an introduction, get on LinkedIn, whatever, you know, find a way to start meeting and getting to know better people, people who are bettering themselves. You know, if you hang around the losers at work, start hanging around the managers because, you know, a manager might be a loser too. I don't know, but you know, at least the managers are the people who've moved up. 
So, you know, start going on a mission to find out what you don't know. Because if all you know is, is violence, if all you know is the bad neighborhood, like you're going to spend so many years of your life in that treading water and not knowing how to get out of it. You know, and I want to, I want to tell people that yes, it is possible to get out of it. You can get out of it. You just don't know what that looks like yet because you don't know what you don't know, you know? And yes, I would love for you to find something like yoga, like Reiki, find a hobby, find something that you can look forward to, you know, something that has, doesn't have anything to do with where you come from. Something that's something that can elevate you and help you feel better about yourself and help you feel a little bit more confident. You know, I would, I would love for these things to help other people, but like, I, I know from my time working in county jail in the addiction field, like I know that the attention span to get something in like Reiki doesn't exist. The attention span to talk about something like yoga or meditation doesn't exist, but when yoga and meditation do make their ways into, into prisons, into jails, the results are profound. Obviously learning, you know, is profound. You know, there's a, there's a book about, you know, guys learning Shakespeare in a prison and I forget what it's called. Um, but I'm sure if you Google just guys learning Shakespeare in prison, it'll pop up, but you know, giving people knowledge, um, and opening people's minds, is what makes the difference because again, you just don't know what you don't know. So while I don't have the answer to the violence that is plaguing many communities and trending upward around the country, I do know this, that if you're stuck in that life, you just don't know what you don't know and you need a way to expand your mind. And if school does it great, if going to a yoga class does it great, just get in where you can fit in and find a way to expand your mind and find out all the stuff that you don't know about, because I promise you there is a better world out there. There's a better life. You just don't know that it exists yet and you can't give up now. Go find better people, go find better ways. You know, that was something that was on my heart today. You know, dreams do come true and it sucks to work for them. I'm going to be honest. It sucks. I spent a lot of years you know, worried about my safety in a bad apartment, but I was working for a dream. I was working for what I have today. And if I can do it, you can too. So check me out. The website is destinyarchitecture.com and the Twitter is at sign fearless five pod and at sign destiny arch one. Oh, we got a Patreon too for Reiki and you can get all this information at destinyarchitecture.com.